Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about, it's your home. So when it's time to buy or sell, you want to make sure your search is in capable hands. That's why we turn to Angie Cole and the team at A. Cole Realty. You've seen Angie featured on HGTV's House Hunters. Realtor Magazine named her one of the top realtors in the country. And just ask us, the numbers back her up. So listen up as we cover all the ins and outs of buying and selling a home here in the Triangle. It's time for the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Thanks for joining us this week on the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty right here in the Triangle, serving you not only in Raleigh, but all the surrounding communities as well. If you'd like to get in touch with Angie, it's very easy to do. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call or text Angie at 919-538-6477. Again, that's 919-538-6477. Or you can find her online at acolerealty.com. Cole, of course, is spelled C-O-L-E, so that's acolerealty.com. You can listen to past shows, search for homes, find out more information about Angie and the team there on the website. Angie, thanks for joining us this week. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. Thank you. We are looking forward to today's program. We're going to cover some of the things that kind of get under Angie's skin. What are her pet peeves about the real estate world? We'll find out on today's program, plus answering some of your questions right off the bat here in just a few moments. But a quick reminder that Angie and her team at A. Cole Realty helped 209 families buy or sell a home back in 2017. They're off to a great start in 2018 already. You check her out online at Zillow.com. You'll see that she's got a five-star agent rating. She's also been featured on HGTV's House Hunters in the past as well. I think you'll learn a little bit about the real estate landscape on today's program. We've got some good questions from listeners throughout the area. Our first one, Angie, comes to us from Bradley in Apex. Bradley says, we toured a home recently because the photos online were so amazing and we were just really attracted to the property. But when we got there, it was nothing like the photos. I'm pretty sure they photoshopped most of them. Is this something you run into or even do for your sellers? Because it seems to kind of cross the line and break probably some unwritten rules. It kind of ticked me off, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Bradley, that would frustrate me as well. We do 100% use professional photos, which, of course, professional photos will look better than photos just taken with a smartphone. So we do use professional photos, and we will Photoshop maybe a pretty blue sky. So if it's a rainy day, we'll add some clouds and a blue sky. But beyond that, we are not Photoshopping the home. We want the pictures to show show well. And that's why we do the professional photos. Because when a buyer is searching online, typically they're just zipping through the pictures. And if the pictures do not catch them, they're not going to then schedule an appointment to actually view the home. Mm -hmm. Um, So we do want to make sure we have great photos, but we are not photoshopping the photos because it's a waste of your time to go into a home if you think you're expecting one thing by looking at the pictures. And then once you go and tour the home, the home's a disaster. Um, And then it's also wasting our seller's time as well. We love to get showings, but if the showings aren't positive showings, you know, and if immediately they step into the home and they turn back around, it's a waste of everyone's time because the seller too has, you know, maybe spent an hour getting the home show ready. Mm -hmm. Um, So we want to make sure that we are, you know, displaying the true accurate home. So beyond Photoshop and like I said, a pretty blue sky, you know, Mm -hmm. we do not Photoshop our homes. So you're not changing the uh, color, the hardwoods or putting hardwoods where, uh, you know, carpeting once was or eliminating imperfections and that kind of thing. 
nothing. No, and to me that seems, I don't know if illegal is the word, but I don't know that you could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I have seen people use some pretty good filters to right. make. Um, you I was going to say, because we're a filter society uh, now yeah. with everybody's smartphones. You can make anything yep. look kind of cool. and Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I know that there are definitely, you know, some photoshopped, you know, photos mm-hmm. in that sense. But as far as, you know, completely, you know, deleting out something or changing where there's carpet versus hardwoods, right. I don't think you can you do that. You had a whole and bunch think, of fake shrubs in the front of the house. Yeah, now. Kind of I feel like an agent could definitely get in trouble. I i don't think it's ever come up or that I've heard of. I bet some crazy agent out there did it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think that that should be allowed. So I'm not sure to what extent the pictures were, I guess, photoshopped. But, you know, to me, I feel like we're doing a disservice to both the buyer and the seller yeah. if we take it too far. Now, it could be Bradley, and correct me if I'm wrong, Angie, but it could be a situation where they took photos and maybe it's just so many things in the home have changed since they took the original photos. Maybe the original photos were taken before yeah. some additional staging took place. And so that might be why it feels like a totally different home when you walked in. Right. Um, I've also seen where the photos were older photos. Mm-hmm. So maybe now a tenant's living in the home. And so photos were used of the home when it was maybe vacant. And now it's, you know, I don't know, maybe cluttered or just completely yeah. different wall colors. I could see how that too could be a tad bit frustrating. But the biggest thing to me is just make sure that we're not actually Photoshop out, you know, imperfections or, for example, if there is a stain on a ceiling, we're not allowed to Photoshop that out. That's a material fact. And that's something that we should disclose up front. So yeah, I mean, sorry to hear about that, Bradley, that would kind of tick me off too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is actually the home that we ended up buying in, in our first home purchase similar situation. All the photos, even the the exterior of the home, looked like a completely different place because it was a brown home that they ended up painting white, and all of the furniture was different. That's so weird. Uh, They had put in new hardwoods since the pictures were taken. So actually, the home ended up being more beautiful in person than it was. Well, that was a positive. It was on the positive side, but we were really confused at first. We were like, this is a... Am I showing up to the right home? Different home. Yeah. That's funny to me. It didn't look any way the same from the street. It was very bizarre. That's really weird. Past it and then back by and then right. Back well, by you were again. looking for a brown home, not a white home. <laughs> right, exactly. That, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. So no, we we actually take photos of the true home, and like I said, the pictures really can make a home you know present itself better mm-hmm. when they're professional photos versus just ta- you know taking it with your phone. But we're not photoshopping anything yeah. in or out. Yeah, it's a good question though, Bradley. Thanks for that unique one on today's edition of the Savvy Realtor. If you want to get in touch with Angie Cole and talk to her about buying or selling a home here in the Triangle, here's how to do it. Give her a call or shoot her a text with your question, 919-538-6477, and she can respond personally to you. Do not have to put you on the radio show. You can just have a one-on-one conversation with Angie and her team. 919-538-6477 is your number to call, or again, you can shoot a text to that number as well. One more time, that's 919-538-6477. We're answering your questions on the mailbag here on the Savvy Realtor today. If you want to submit a question to be featured on the show, you can do that on the website at acolerealty.com. Rachel in Raleigh has our next question for you, Angie. Rachel says, my husband and I want to become landlords and build up a portfolio of properties locally from which to earn income. 
So we have our personal preferences of what we'd like to get in a home, but since it's not going to be for us, we're just thinking of what properties will get us the most consistent rental income and the highest chance of rising in value over the long term. Where should we look and what kinds of properties should we seek out? Great question, Rachel. And that's good that you are focusing on something that's not, you know, personal. Like take, you know, your opinions and um, your personal preferences out of it if you're thinking about income as far as rentals and return on investment. Treating it like a business choice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you need to, 100%. Because what you like and love might not be what the mass majority you know, prefers. Um, So I would definitely focus on something that's close to the city, close to shopping and restaurants. We tend to find that homes that are closer to, you know, kind of the accessibility of doing things, Mm -hmm. those tend to appreciate quicker and they also rent better. Also, maybe a place that's close to schools, maybe the colleges, those will tend to stay rented, you know, out as well. We do see that single family homes tend to appreciate a little bit quicker than townhomes homes do as well. The biggest thing when you're looking for an investment is to look at the ROI, your return on investment, and how much will your mortgage be? And then what type of return can you see on it? Because even if you get a home, you know, at a great value, if you can't get but so much for the rent, maybe it's not that great of an investment. Right. So you want to make sure that you're pulling comparables not only for the purchase side, but also for the rental income as well that you'll receive. I find that with single family homes, you might be able to get a little bit higher of a rent. But with townhomes, you don't have the maintenance. You do typically have the HOA dues that could be a tad bit higher than single family homes that you have to pay. But there can be less upkeep for you as being Mm -hmm. the owner or the property manager. Another thing to take into consideration is, will you get a property manager to manage these homes for you? Some people decide to take on that, you know, on their own, um, while other people would prefer to pay out a property manager to do all the maintenance and keep in touch with the tenants and just not have to handle it on their own. But yeah, as far as where you should look, I mean, you said you're in Raleigh. Raleigh is a great, great area to buy investment properties, but definitely try to be close to areas of convenience. You know, so like I mentioned, closer into the city, shopping, restaurants, maybe the colleges, we tend to find that you will get, you know, a higher rent for those and they'll stay rented as well. Yeah, it's a really good question, Rachel. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about getting into exactly what you are, but certainly do the math. And, and try and figure out you know, what kind of ROI you're going to get on those different decisions. But lots of options in the area, and hopefully that gives you some good guidance. Again, the number to call to get in touch with Angie Cole or text her if you have any questions about buying or selling and you want them answered directly, 919-538-6477. Angie and her team, happy to help you out with your questions. 919-538-6477. Call or text that number. One more question in the mailbag this week. Angie comes to us from Jennifer in Willow Springs. Jennifer says, a friend recommended we try adding lots of smart features to our home to help it sell for top dollar and also fast. They said they installed a smart thermostat, made all the lights controllable by a smartphone app, and even installed locks that can be controlled with a phone. Do you think it's worth making those kinds of upgrades? Are buyers seeking that right now? Really not at all. (laughs) Save your money. Those features are really cool. I see a lot of builders with new construction throwing in those really cool like green features. But as far as from a resale standpoint, will you really get the money back out of it dollar for dollar? I would say no. To one buyer, that could be a really cool feature, might be a must in their home. But for the next buyer, it might not be important at all. I know I'm not super tech savvy with that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And although I would think maybe it's cool, 
would I ever truly use it? Probably not. I feel like it's the same thing with like our TVs. My husband has all of these gadgets hooked up and I can't even barely turn on the TV. <laughs> so, but yeah, as far as, you know, doing those type of upgrades to get your home sold, you know, quicker and for top dollar, I would not invest my monies, you know, into that sort of thing at all. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good question, Jennifer. You could probably apply this line of thinking to lots of upgrades, right, Angie? I mean, you know, security systems might fall into the same. If you don't already have one, is it going to make it a better selling feature by having some sort of security system installed? No. Some people won't want that. So Yeah. And I mean, sometimes, you know, that could raise a red flag. Well, why do you have this elaborate security system? Is, you know, mm-hmm. is there a safety concern that we need to be concerned about? Also with security systems, I mean, you can easily just get the wireless systems these days, you know, through ADT or mm-hmm. CPI. So to me, that's not really a selling feature. Typically, you'll see the biggest return on doing improvements like adding square footage updating either your kitchen or your master bath. So these little cool ideas, I guess, that we have, normally those aren't going to give us the money back. It's kind of more of a personal preference. And so, Jennifer, it looks like you are thinking about selling your home. And so we would love to give you an opinion on the value of your home. That's always a great way to get started, just to see if you're in line of where you think your home will sell. We can definitely give you some feedback on the value. So uh, if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to know the value, it's as simple as texting the word LISTING to the phone number 555-888. So once again, if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to understand the value, you can text the word LISTING to the phone number 555-888. Just do that from your smartphone. Text the word LISTING to the number 555-888, and that'll allow you to find out a value estimate of your home right here in the triangle. Just text the word LISTING, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, to the number 555-888. What'll happen is you'll get a text right back from us, and then it'll have a link in it that you click on and put in your home's information. It doesn't take but 20 to 30 seconds to do this, and then you're going to get that estimated value of your property. All you have to do is text that word, listing, to the number 555-888, and you can take advantage of that opportunity to find out an estimated value of your home. Then after you do that, you'll be able to follow up with Angie and her team to maybe go into more detail about your home, see if that estimate is on the right track, or are there some perhaps things that we need to take into account that you know we might not be able to do at just such a quick glance. And that would have Angie come out to your home and go through a full consultation with you to talk about selling your home and what would be involved and making sure that you're going to get top dollar and sell your home quickly. All you have to do to start that process or just to inquire about the value of your home, again, is text that word listing, put that in the message and send it to the number 555-888. Well, that's the mailbag here on the Savvy Realtor today. Questions from folks like you. If you have any questions or comments for Angie, you can always go to acolerealty.com to submit them and listen to past shows. Find out more information there on the website as well. Much more coming up on today's show. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Let's shine a little light on some of the Triangle's best areas right here on the Neighborhood Spotlight. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole, and the Neighborhood Spotlight is the portion of the show where we find out a great area here in the Triangle and learn about maybe a new nook and cranny that we haven't been exposed to before. So, Angie, what's this week's Spotlight? 
So this week's neighborhood spotlight is located in Durham, okay. and the name is Ganyard Farms. Ganyard is G-A-N-Y-A-R-D. Ganyard Farms. I'm actually, I, I love this neighborhood because I used to work in this neighborhood oh, okay. many, many, many years ago as an on-site agent. As far as location-wise, so if you're going US 70 West to South Mineral Springs Road, you'll take a right on a Mineral Springs Road, a left on a Highway 98, and then a left on a Ganyard Way. So not far from Briar Creek, from just, you know, entering into Durham, great location. This neighborhood is consisted of both detached and townhomes. So the single family homes were built by Syntex, which is now Syntex Pulte, several years ago. So we have a lot of resales in that neighborhood, which those are appreciating like crazy. Yeah. I went on a listing appointment um, about a month or two ago for one of these single family homes. And I was just amazed at the new value versus where you know they originally paid for the home. Sure. And then we also have townhomes. So we have a mix of resale. The resale townhomes, those are all three-story townhomes. And then we also have new build townhomes in the neighborhood as well. And so Eastwood Homes is actively building in the neighborhood, and those are two-story townhomes. And those are selling like crazy. As far as price point, what we're seeing for the resales, for the resale townhomes, they're starting off in the 120s. So very affordable price point. And then we go up from there. The new builds are starting around like the 160s. And then we have single families, which, of course, go for just a tad bit more. But all such a great price point to be mm-hmm. within. Just last year alone, or actually in the last 12 months, there has been 36 sales in Ganyard Farms. Wow. That's and, a lot. Yeah. And if you look in the MLS database, there is only showing one active home. Okay. So, you know, like I mentioned, we're in a great price point and bracket. Definitely a strong seller's market. This neighborhood is yeah. selling like crazy. And it's not an enormous neighborhood. I mean, it's, it's not like not. some that we cover here on the oh, show. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Not at all. So to have 36 sales in this neighborhood is a huge amount yeah. because you're right. It's not a, a ginormous neighborhood in any way. So if you are thinking of selling your home and you have one in Ganyard Farms, now is the time to sell because I can bet you that you will make a decent profit on your home. But whether you're you know, looking to sell in Ganyard Farms or any other location here in the Triangle, we are still in a very strong seller's market, like I mentioned. And so it'd be great for you to understand the value of your home. I know that's always a good spot to start when you're thinking about potentially selling. And so if you are thinking of selling and you want to understand the value of your home, you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. Once again, on your smartphone, just text the word listing to the phone number 555 888. And from there, a text will be sent back to you. Just click the link, input your, uh, you know, your address and also your contact information. And from there, we will send you the value of your home. So once again, if you're thinking about selling and you want to understand what your home is worth, just text the word listing to the phone number 555 555- 888. It's a nice little neighborhood on the spotlight this week, uh, Ganyard Farm Way in Durham. And uh, it's got a nice little pond right as you kind of enter in there, a little duck pond with a fountain it looks like in there. A lot of the homes have fenced-in backyards, and they're decent lot sizes it looks like in this neighborhood. And best of all, there is one of the street names in the neighborhood, Pumpkin Place, which who wouldn't want to live on Pumpkin Place? I know, place? how fun. Just there, sounds attractive. And I, I don't want to get this wrong, but the name has to do something with a pumpkin farm, actually. So Ganyard Farms oh, is also, okay. I think there might still actively be a pumpkin farm. 
farm? Maybe not, but I think in the past it was land of a pumpkin farm. So just a little bit of history on the neighborhood. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the, all of the street names kind of are in that vein of Duck Pond Court and Farmhouse Lane, Harvest Oaks Lane, those kinds of yep, things. Yep, exactly. So, great little neighborhood there. Again, if you want to think about selling your home, whether that's in Ganyard Farms or somewhere else in the area here in the Triangle, you can find out the value of your home and get that process started by texting the word LISTING to the number 555-888. Again, just text the word LISTING to 555-888. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Stay tuned. Reviews are important when it comes to choosing any kind of service in the Triangle. Real estate is no different. So here's another snippet of an online review of Angie Cole and the A. Cole Realty Team. From a townhome sale in Northwest Raleigh, I used Angie four years ago to buy my first home, so it was a no-brainer to call her again when I wanted to sell that home and upgrade to my new home. Angie's fantastic and is at the top of her game. Calling Angie will be the best decision you can make if you're in the market to buy and or sell your home. That's another five-star review for A. Cole Realty. Are you buying or selling a home in the Triangle? Have a conversation with Angie Cole right now about how their team can help you. Call or text 919-538-6477. That is 919-538-6477. Who knows? You might be the next one to leave a five-star review. Call or text right now to talk with Angie. 919-538-6477. In the age of Trulia, Zillow, and hundreds of other realty websites, it's hard to know where to begin when buying or selling your home. Keep listening to this Savvy Realtor to learn how to cut through the online clutter. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Angie is the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty right here in the Triangle, serving you not only in Raleigh, but all the surrounding communities as well. Basically go about an hour from Raleigh and draw a circle around uh, Raleigh, and that's kind of the coverage area that Angie and her team uh, are able to help buy and sell homes in. Uh, If you have any questions about buying or selling here in the area, you can call or text 919-538-6477. That's 919-538-6477. Or go online to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com. Angie and her team helped 209 families buy or sell back in 2017. And so, Angie, I know you certainly not only had a lot of experience buying and selling homes last year, but you have for many years here in the Triangle. So after all these years of experience in the business, I know that you've certainly developed some pet peeves about the real estate industry and the way it tends to operate. We're going to cover some examples of things that I would imagine are on your pet peeve list. You let me know if they are or aren't. Number one, I just know from experience of hosting the show with you, this will be probably near, deservedly so, at the top of the list. And that's when you see terrible property photos. Inaccurate, ugly, just anything that would warrant the mention of terrible. I know that's got to kind of get under your skin. There's, oh gosh, so many different cases I've seen. For example, in our MLS database, we can have at max 25 photos. I'll see some properties that only put three photos in there. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are we doing as far as representing our sellers when we don't at least max out the amount of photos? So not having enough photos drives me insane. Then using our smartphones. Mm -hmm. When it comes to marketing a home, this is a business, and we need to treat it like a business as far as being agents. So we need to spend the extra money and get some professional photos taken. So that's 
a huge thing to me. I've seen where in our MLS database, the picture is flipped. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, sideways. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like, can we not go through and take the time right. to make sure that they are going the correct up and down version right. uh, and not flipped? I've seen some funny things before. I've seen one home where they had this huge teddy bear, and they put a teddy bear in every single photo. Oh, that's like weird. Like staging the teddy bear within the different rooms. Mm-hmm. I think they were just trying to do something different, yeah. but I feel like it was a major fail. Yeah. Um, let's just, you know, stick to the basics, make sure we have, you know, good photos, make sure they're professional, right. you know, and that's the, going to get you the most viewing. The ones with people in them, like you could tell it's uh, like the homeowner or somebody's like, just like hanging out in, in the, the room mirror or in the mirror yeah. or anywhere, just like, like take, in the corner oh of the room, you know. That I know. Yeah. Like, or just see like a dog passing by. <laughs> um, yeah. Like we need to like take the time to really make sure that we have good photos. Um, mm-hmm. I I know I mention this all the time, but when a potential buyer is searching online, which, you know, at least probably 97% plus buyers will start their search online, they are just zipping through pictures. And so if the pictures are not appealing, they're not catching their eye, they're going on to the next listing. They are not taking the time to read all of the remarks, look at the dimensions. The first thing that they are doing are viewing the pictures. So we need to make sure that we have Good property photos, for sure. Yeah, I know when I'm looking at homes, it's the very first thing is pictures. Then I'm looking at square footage and lot size. Yep, yep. Then I'm looking at the map to see exactly where it is. For sure. The relationship to the roads that it's around, where in town it is, all that kind of stuff. Then I might finally go to the comments to see if there's anything yeah. I'm not picking up from anything else. Right. And most people, you know, they narrow down their search by putting in their minimum requirements. You know, this is a city I want to be located in, right. the price range, minimum bedrooms. But from there, they're zipping through the photos, you know. So mm-hmm. we need to make sure that we are actively, you know, marketing homes the way they should be marketed and making sure that we have good photos. Um, yeah. It's very simple to do. So. Let's not be lazy. The point is you're just missing a huge opportunity oh, yeah. if you're posting these bad photos. Correct, because photos will get potential buyers in the door. The more buyers we have coming through, the more likely we'll have more than one offer. And then we get the most or the highest price point for our sellers. So yeah, photos are to me almost one of the most important marketing tools that we have when it comes to marketing a home. If you've tried to sell your home on your own or worked with an agent in the past who took terrible property photos, that's like breaking rule number one. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> call, stop right there. Call Angie Cole and her team right. at 919-538-6477 or text them at that number, 919-538-6477. I'm trying to get under Angie's skin and find out her pet peeves, not to just create entertaining radio and kind of uh, you know make her angry here, but because we're going to uncover some of these missed opportunity things that I think will help you out. Something else that's big, Angie, is for when people get past the photos, we're not downplaying the importance of the additional information because that's the next spot that they go to. Serious buyers are going to go now look at those details. So you want those to be right, but you see mistakes there all the time. All the time. First of all, you know, square footage, it's a requirement that we put square footage in our MLS database. Make sure you're getting that professionally measured or you know how to measure correctly Mm. because as real estate agents, we could get in big, big trouble if, you know, we are too far off from the accurate square footage. Mm -hmm. But when I see an MLS listing, 
if it's missing all of the dimensions, that drives me insane. Mm-hmm. Because a buyer could come into a home and it must be a requirement for them to have, for example, a 15 by 16 master bedroom. Right. Well, once they get into the home, if it's only a 13 by 14, immediately they're going to walk back out. But it's your fault as a listing agent how you marketed the home because you didn't have those dimensions Mm -hmm. in the MLS database. Also, the location of the rooms. That's another thing that drives... Well, it drives me insane when I get the feedback from an agent that, oh, my buyer wanted the master bedroom on the first floor. And I'm like, it was in my MLS listing, the location of the master bedroom. So take the time and look at it. But there's many agents that list homes and they do not tell the floor at which the rooms are located. Okay. You know, so once again, you're doing a disservice to your buyer by showing them that home if you don't look through the MLS. And then we're doing a disservice to our seller if we're not disclosing that information as well because mm-hmm. it's great to get people in the door, but if that's a must for them, which I noticed like master bedroom location can be a strong, you know, must for many, you know, potential buyers. And if we're showing them this home and master bedroom's on the second floor and they require for it to be on the first floor, we've just wasted everyone's time. Other things, you know, missing like HOA info, not fully completing the remarks. We have, um, I believe it's 250 characters, which can be in the public remarks. So max that out. I mentioned just a little bit ago, as far as photos. In our MLS database, you can put 25 photos in there, max it out. So really use the MLS and all the different fields and complete them to the fullest. Because my thoughts are not only will it get more people in the door for our sellers, but also it's going to save buyers time too. And they won't come and view your home if something doesn't meet their criteria. Yeah. I view this to be for anybody, if you're in sales, you kind of can get with this mentality. The terrible property photos is the the first part of the equation. The photos are to get people to investigate further. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that this the you know all those little details are more important because once you get somebody interested in the home, the details are going to want to are going to be what gets them through the door for an actual viewing. Yeah. And to find out more information that's going to create and build up their excitement. So that's kind of like you know the the closing of the sales process. You you for marketed sure. well with the photos, but now you've got to close with good details and, you know, kind of create that customer service experience is what you're laying out. For sure. And especially in the public remarks, we make a point to give as many included features in that section. So for example, uh, maybe our kitchen has custom cabinets with soft closed doors, Mm -hmm. you know, things that maybe wouldn't stand out to a buyer, but we make sure to include that in the public remarks because that's where we will be able to upsell the home. In our area in the triangle, it's not very common for the listing agent agent to show up to showings. And so the person that's walking the buyer through is the agent, the buying agent. And the buying agent doesn't know this listing from any other listing. And so they're really not upselling the home for us. So our time as a listing agent to upsell a home is in the remarks. So we put in as many features that we possibly can, almost to dummy proof it. So dummy proof the agent and the buyer and to really sell the home for our sellers. And so there are many pet peeves that drive me insane, um, and we'll continue to go through these. But when it comes to marketing a home and representing a seller, these are things that are very important because we will turn away buyers. We might not get as many buyers through the door because we don't have enough information online. And so like we just mentioned, you know, missing details on the listing, it's a huge part of marketing. And if you're looking for a team to market your home correctly, we would definitely love to be your go-to. But a great way to get started 
recommended always is to understand the value of your home. Just even see if selling would make uh, make sense right now. We are in a very strong seller's market, and so we are seeing the homes and the values continue to appreciate. But if you want to get an idea of your home worth, it's as simple as texting the word listing to the phone number 555-888. So once again, if you want to understand the value of your home, it's a great way to get started. If you're thinking about selling, you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. What'll happen is when you text us the word listing to that number, 555-888, you'll get a text right back from us with a link. You click on it and put in your home's information. It's that easy. It takes 20, 30 seconds to do it all, depending on how fast of a typer you are. All you have to do is go to your cell phone and text the word listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, to the number 555-888, and you'll be able to find out the value of your home. A great initial estimate and a really good starting point if you're thinking about selling in the near future. Again, just text the word LISTING to the number 555-888. Stay with us. More to come on today's edition of the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. It's getting to know you time here on the Savvy Realtor. Time to get to know Angie Cole a little bit better on today's show. This is where we just kind of ask Angie a question to learn a little bit more about her personality and try to get to know her a little bit better on the program. Angie, just curious if you can take us back to your wedding day. How many people were in your wedding party and who was in it? Why? Yeah, so um, I loved my wedding day and I feel like I could just do a redo a million times. But our wedding was actually very intimate. We only had a total of 60 people at our wedding. My husband and I agreed on is we were a little bit older. You know, what's most important to us is just having our immediate friends and family at our wedding so we can actually focus on them and chat with them and enjoy our time instead of having this humongous wedding where we're caught up talking to everyone the whole entire time and not being able to enjoy it as much, which, you know, for everyone, it works differently. But yes, we decided to have a very intimate wedding. So then our wedding party was small as well. I cannot stand when I go to a wedding and half of the people at the wedding are in the (laughs) wedding party. Sorry, guys, for anyone who has done this, but to me, it's so tacky. So since we had a smaller overall wedding, we had a very small wedding party. So we just had two flower girls, which was uh, my daughter, Gaddon, and then also my husband has a half-sister who is actually the same age as Gaddon. Oh, cool. um, so two girls as a flower girls. My best friend since sixth grade, Erin, she was my maid of honor. And then for my husband, David, his brother was his best man. So okay. that was it oh, as far really? as okay. the wedding party. Yeah. So like I said, just very small, very simple, made it easy as far as planning goes. You know, of course, when we went on our bachelor and bachelorette parties, we invited a lot more friends and stuff. But for their overall wedding, we just wanted simple. So that was it. It was a a great time. (laughs) That was going to, it'll be three years in July of this year. Wonderful. Well, uh, congratulations. Thanks. Very cool. Reaching the three years. I think I'll I'll keep them around. (laughs) There you go. That's good. That's good stuff. All right. Well, there you go. Getting to know Angie Cole a little bit better on today's program. We'll get back to the real estate talk coming up next. Reviews are important when it comes to choosing any kind of service in the Triangle. Real estate is no different. So here's another snippet of an online review of Angie Cole and the A. Cole Realty Team. From a home sale in Wake Forest. Angie sold my house in just two weeks. It had been on the market for seven months before we hired her. 
That's another five-star review for A. Cole Realty. Are you buying or selling a home in the Triangle? Have a conversation with Angie Cole right now about how their team can help you. Call or text 919-538-6477. That is 919-538-6477. Who knows? You might be the next one to leave a five-star review. Call or text right now to talk with Angie. 919-538-6477. It's time for our listing of the week from A. Cole Realty right here on The Savvy Realtor. This is the listing of the week here on the Savvy Realtor, the part of the show where we feature a great home that's for sale right here in the Triangle. And we'll give you the opportunity to text in and uh, view pictures of this home, a virtual tour, and more information as well. Where are you taking us this week, Angie? So we are headed to Wake Forest, and the subdivision name is Austin Creek. And our listing of the week, the address is 209 Taswell Hall Lane in Wake Forest, 27587. We are currently listed at 430,000. We just hit the market. A little bit more about this home. So we have a square footage of 4,158 square feet. So it's a massive home. That is a big home. Yeah, it's uh, five bedrooms, four and a half baths with a two-car garage. Sits on almost a quarter of an acre, practically new. The home was built in 2015. So this is a unique multi-generation house. Have you heard of the multi-generation homes? Yeah. So the the idea is your parents might come and live with you. Is that exactly? The idea? Yep. So yeah. neat concept where you know, yeah, maybe a parent, you know, maybe yeah, just you know, a family member. They have their own separate space. Mm-hmm. Um, so like their own kitchenette, their own living room, bedroom, bathroom. That's still inside the home, but it's you know, kind of to right. themselves. So it's, it's not detached or right. the above the garage thing. It's, Yep. Yeah. It's super neat. So yes, this is a unique multi-generational house. So it has a first floor in-law suite with a private entry as well. Also has its own kitchen and laundry. We then have a crown molding, five-inch hardwoods, uh, nine-inch ceilings throughout the main floor. The fifth bedroom can also be an office. So like I said, a lot of bedrooms throughout this home. We have upgrades like cordless blinds. It's an open floor plan with an eating kitchen featuring granite, subway tile, stainless steel appliances, and a large island. Our dining room has wainscoting. We have iron railing on the stairwell, uh, which then extends to a large loft bonus room. The second floor master uh, has dual vanities, also a garden tub and a separate tiled shower. There's two more bedrooms upstairs with full bathrooms. Also on the second level, there's the laundry room with the cabinets that are built in as well. Out back, there is a deck with a full fenced-in backyard. And so once again, this home, which is a very unique floor plan, but can work, I know, for a lot of different people in different situations. The address, again, is 209 Taswell Hall Lane in Wake Forest, and we're currently listed at 430. If you'd like to see more pictures and get more information on this home or to take a tour, you can text the word SAVVY, that is S-A-V-V-Y, to the phone number 555-888. Once again, to view our listing of the week at 209 Taswell Hall Lane in Wake Forest, text the word SAVVY, S-A-V-V-Y, 
to the phone number 555-888. Beautiful home. Lots to like about it. This is, again, on Taswell Hall Lane in Wake Forest. Just text that word SAVVY, S-A-V-V-Y, to the number 555-888, and you can view the virtual tour, more pictures, and information about this home. Just text the word SAVVY to 555-888 to view this week's listing of the week. Stay tuned. More coming up on today's edition of the Savvy Real Tour with Angie Cole. Get answers to your home inspection questions. This is Ask the Inspector with Judson Root of Garnet and Gray Inspection Services. It's time for Ask the Inspector here on the Savvy Realtor. And joining us as always from Garnet and Gray Inspection Services is Judson Root. So Judson, why is it so important to hire a home inspector in the first place? Well, the way they look at a property is that it's a large investment. And a lot of these properties require annual and ongoing maintenance. Many of the finds that I see when I'm doing a home inspection is that the ongoing maintenance has, has been deferred on the properties, and it's created defects in the property that will cause problems in the long run. People just kind of, hey, we need to fix this, but let's put it off, and that in the long run ends up causing more damage. Exactly. Many of the homes we see, there's been no ongoing maintenance. Sometimes they'll buy a new home, and they'll assume that it doesn't require any maintenance, but we'll find many items that will end up costing the investor a fair amount of money going forward. It's an easy thing to do as a homeowner to kind of let those things slide a little bit. I, we have a dog who always hops up on the lower windowsill and he just scrapes and scrapes and scrapes all the paint off. And I'm like, well, we'll just paint it when we go to sell the home. And my dad was like, actually, you should paint it frequently and make sure that it's always covered because if he gets all the way through and actually puts grooves in there, a little paint's not going to cover it up and you're going to have to replace the whole, the whole lower thing. windowsill. That's right. And so that's what slips for a lot of people is not doing that ongoing maintenance. Very good. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's easy to see that the home inspection is one of the most important parts of the home buying process. You want to make sure that it's done right. And so we like to offer you a free guide that answers some of the most commonly asked questions about home inspections so you can make the right choices as you get ready to buy your next home. If you'd like to get a copy of the guide, just text the word INSPECT to 555-888. We'll text you right back with a link to click on and view the home inspection guide. You can even download it right to your phone. So just text the word INSPECT to the number 555-888. One more time, get your home inspection questions and answer guide by texting INSPECT to 555-888. Did you know that Wake County grows on average by 64 people per day? That's a lot of homes being bought and sold. If you're planning to join the moving madness, you better listen up to the Savvy Realtor. You're listening to the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle, helping you learn more about buying and selling homes here in the area. If you have any questions for Angie, you can call or text at any point in time at 919-538-6477. Again, that's 919-538-6477. We've been talking so far on today's show about some of the pet peeves that Angie has about the real estate industry and what we can learn from these things that frustrate Angie a little bit, all these missed opportunities that some agents just don't take advantage of. Angie, this is a good one. When uh, and, I, and I do this in a lot of different, uh, maybe I'm an annoying customer because of this, but <laughs> whenever I am working with a new business professional or researching somebody to partner with, I always try to ask a very bizarre question, like uh-huh. something that people aren't going to really know the answer to. I'll even do research to try and find out like, okay, this is 
There's not an easy answer for this online, even, so certainly someone won't off the top of their head be able to answer it, no matter what it's about. And what I'm trying to look for is somebody who's just going to be straightforward and honest with me. Right. And if they try and just guess and make up an answer, or if they are kind of, if they're willing to say, I don't know, to me, that actually speaks volumes that yes. it's going to be an honest back and forth relationship. So next pet peeve on the list would be agents who just don't know how to say, I don't know. And it drives me insane too. And whenever I'm hiring a new agent on our team, that is one thing I always tell them. It's okay not to know everything. Mm-hmm. I've been in this business for you know 11 plus years now, and there's still things that come up that I don't know. And you know I will never put myself in a position to pretend like I know because mm-hmm. it will backfire. One, for example, and we get this all the time when we're showing properties to clients. You know they they like a home, they love it. They're probably at the point of making an offer, and they say, hey, how do you think this home is priced? For me just to say, oh, it's priced here, it's priced right, or it's overpriced or underpriced, mm-hmm. I am, I'm lying to them because I don't know. You know, we cover too many areas and too wide of a range of locations and subdivisions and cities. I cannot be an expert in every single area. So it's okay to say, I don't know. You know, go back to the office, pull comparables, and then follow back up with our clients to give them a true, accurate value of the home. To me also, it's a great way to just follow up. If you're able to answer every single question, okay, then you don't have like a follow-up call to make to that client, Mm -hmm. especially a newer client. Maybe I'm an agent, I was hosting an open house, and you know, I just knew the answer to every little thing. Well, what's my reason to follow back up with that client? They don't need me. But if you kind of keep them lagging along, you know, you know what, let me find out that one question because I'm not sure. It's a great reason that they have to talk to me again. Right. So I Honestly, I enjoy saying I don't know because it's a reason for me to reconnect with them. But yeah, for them, it's a great and this is why I do it. It's not just to see who's willing to say I don't know, but then to see the ability to follow up and follow through. Do they actually get back in touch and say, hey, you were wondering about this. This is the answer to that question. Yeah, because you want to know what type of relationship you will have with this agent. Will they Mm -hmm. be someone who follows back up in a timely manner? Is it someone who says, I don't know, but they never, you know, call you back. So that's important because this is a working relationship and you want to make sure that, you know, we have the honesty and professionalism as well. So yeah, it's okay to say, I don't know, because no matter what field of business you're in, you do not know everything. And, you know, we can't pretend like we do. Yeah. So that's definitely a pet peeve of mine is an agent who can't say, I don't know. And along those same lines, since we're kind of in that realm of communication, Another pet peeve has to be when communication breaks down between you and, and this can be in a couple of different ways, you and another agent. That's frustrating. But in all honesty, when your clients stop communicating efficiently with you, I know that that can be frustrating and it's not healthy for the client to have that gap in communication. Yeah. And, you know, we have to remember when representing clients that every single client is different. So what one client might prefer or their expectations as far as communication might be completely or probably will be completely different from your next client. You know, so it's having that open line of communication 
and understanding, okay, I'm setting the expectation that I will call you every single week. Or you know what? This client has told me they want an update every single day. Mm -hmm. And if I can't meet that, I need to set the expectation that, you know what? This is the way that we tend to communicate. This is what you can expect from me. But, you know, when representing our clients, buyers or sellers, it's our job to always stay just one step ahead. Mm -hmm. And we do that by continuously sending email follow-ups. Like, here's the steps. Here's what to expect. This is going to be the next step, just so we always stay one step ahead. And so we feel like there's not that communication breakdown where the client's just left there kind of wondering, well, what's next? What's happening? Um, We always want to be one step ahead. And so if you are thinking about buying or selling a home, like I mentioned, our team, we always stay one step ahead. And one of the ways that we do that is by sending you an example of our home buying contract guide. It's a great guide that you can follow whether you're buying or selling a home, but it's something that we send in the very beginning to all of our clients just so they understand the process. Again, we always send follow-up emails of, you know what, this is coming up next. This is what you can expect, but to completely understand the process from start to finish of the home buying and selling process is super important just so there's no surprises. And we would love to send a copy of that contract guide to you. So to receive that, you can text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. So once again, on your smartphone, if you would like to receive the copy of our contract guide, which is just the steps of buying and selling a home from start to finish, you can text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. You can view this guide right there on your smartphone. All you have to do is text the word contract to the number 555-888. What'll happen is you'll get a text right back from us with a link that you click on and you can view the guide right there on your phone. You can even download it for use later on. Just text the word contract to the number 555-888 and you can get that home buying guide right there on your phone and learn more about that buying and selling process from start to finish. You're listening to The Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole, and uh, Angie is the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle, finding out about some of her pet peeves, some of the things that frustrate her in the real estate landscape. And Angie, I know something else that kind of, uh, you know, grates your ears is when you see home value lies. This is when agents will just, you know, agree to an exorbitant price on a home value without really taking into consideration, is this an accurate price for a home? Because they just want to win the listing, right? Yeah. And that drives me insane. You are doing a disservice to the seller if you just agree with them on price point. I've had actually some sellers where they thought their home was less than where I came in. And once again, I'd be doing a Mm. disservice to them if I just say, oh, yep, you're right. Yeah. You know, your home's only worth 250 where I really thought it was worth 260 just so I could get the home sold quicker. Of course, it would sell quicker, but then I'm leaving money on the table for my seller. But yeah, there are some agents out there that their main goal is to get a sign in the yard. And so they're happy to take on any type of listing, yeah. you know, whether it's overpriced, underpriced, no matter. I mean, their goal is just to have their sign and their picture in the front yard. But to me, there is no point in doing that because what happens is the seller will end up coming back and they'll get discouraged and upset with the agent. Okay. They're not going to get upset that, oh, you know what? I told the agent that my home was worth 260 and she said 250, but she listed it anyways. No, they'll be upset with you because you listed the home and you're not getting it sold. Mm -hmm. But the reason why it's not selling is because it's overpriced. Right. 
you know, so it's a huge disservice to our clients to take overpriced listings and just agree that yes, the value is where the seller thinks it is because a lot of sellers are realistic and they understand the market, but there's a lot of sellers that think that their home is just amazing. You know, it's another 25,000 above the last home that sold in their neighborhood just because of all these pretty things that they've done to it. So yeah. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, Right. but you need the pushback. You need the pushback. You need an agent who is going to be honest with you and upfront because once again, if they're not your home's not going to sell. And then in the long run, you're disappointed. And, you know, longer days on the market actually in in the long run will get you a lower price point for your home. So it's hurting you by overpricing your home. So make sure that the agent is not just agreeing with you. You want an agent that's going to be honest and truthful with you on price, on condition of home, you know, on staging. If there's things that we need to change or adjust, an agent should be telling you those items. Not to get too far off the sidetrack, but I think it brings up a good piece of the conversation here, Angie. It seems to me to be a good agent, you kind of have to be okay with some conflict. Oh, yeah. And at the same time, be sensitive to the fact that some people don't respond to pushback and that kind of conflict well. Or you have to be careful not to be bossy. You still have to listen to a client's needs, goals, desires, input, opinion, all those kinds of things. How have you over your career kind of developed that balance of knowing when to push back, when to be more aggressive, when to lay off, and how important is it to find that balance? Yeah, my thoughts are I always take more of the aggressive approach without, you know, making them mad. Mm -hmm. But I would rather lose a listing because the seller and I are not on the same page than to set kind of unrealistic expectations. The brutal honesty approach. Yeah. I mean, I I would hate for a seller to hire me as their agent. And it's just because I agreed with everything they said. And then we have hiccups down the line. My thoughts are, yes, be, you know, honest from the get go. Tell them exactly how I feel about everything again, about, Mm -hmm. you know, price point, marketing, staging, photography. It's okay for me to give them kickback. And if we're not on the same page, maybe I'm not the best fit for them. But I would rather know that up front, and I know they would too, than to have then a listing agreement, start actively working together, and then we have issues down the road. And what I've always seen is the sellers are happy when I'm honest with them. And for example, There's been oftentimes that I've gone into a listing appointment and where it was an expired listing. And when I'm pulling comparables, I see the home was way overpriced. Mm. And, you know, I don't know what type of marketing was done in the past, but of course, price has a factor there. And so I go in, I'm like, okay, I'm sweating now. I have to be the bearer of bad news. You know, I have to tell you that your home is about $25,000 overpriced. But it's funny, so often sellers are like, yeah, you're right. We know. We were just (laughs) testing out the market and the agent before us didn't give any kickback. But we know we're ready to price it correct now. Right. But clients, they appreciate that. They appreciate the honesty. And that's my job, you know, to be real with them. Same thing if I'm going to a dentist. I don't want a dentist to tell me I have beautiful teeth and come to find out I have five cavities, right? right, right. Like, be honest with me and tell me what needs to happen. If, if I go on a, a singing audition, if I just suck at singing, just tell me. Don't pretend like I sing well. So, <laughs> That's the problem with all those people that get on American Idol. They had too many oh, people gosh. along the way that said, you're great. I love it. Keep it up. <laughs> I wonder, my husband and I were actually watching that the other day, and we were like, do these people really think that they can you know, sing, or does someone just pay them to go on I'm here? sure it's a mix. It's I mean, probably. I'm sure people know they are terrible a singers. A little bit of so reality. TV, I would assume. Absolutely. But, but holy I think moly. There's probably some that go up there and 
they've only ever heard from mom or dad yeah. that you're amazing and so they go up oh there gosh. like oh yeah we're gonna rock this thing out and right ooh, it is not good it, I, I think it <laughs> reminds me of my daughter and she poor girl like she just singing is not her thing and i try to encourage her but on the other hand it's like no <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not happening you got your voice from your mom unfortunately and singing is not your go-to um but yeah when it comes to telling lies per se to our clients just to win a listing or to even win a buyer that's doing a huge disservice yeah. to our clients and we want to be upfront and honest with you and be real and so if you're thinking about selling your home a great way to get started is to always understand the value of your home most people they will not sell unless they can get a certain price point right and so we we would love to be your go-to and your real estate company of choice and to give you that advice. So if you are thinking about selling your home, a great way to get started is to understand the value. And you can get that by texting the word listing on your smartphone. So just text the word listing to the phone number 555 555- That'll allow you to find out the initial value of your home. Again, all you have to do is text the word listing to the number 555-888. Just text listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, to the number 555-888. You'll get a text from us with a link. You click on the link, put in your home's information, and you're ready to rock and roll and get that complimentary. This is free. There's no cost or obligation to find out the value of your home. This is something that Angie and her team do for you right out of the gate here. All you have to do is text that word listing to the number 555-888, and you'll get that initial estimate on your home's value. Just text the word listing to the number 555-888. Thanks so much for listening to the Savvy Realtor today. We're out of time for this week's show, but if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, or want to reach out to Angie for a more in-depth conversation about buying or selling here in the Triangle, you can always do that by calling or texting her at 919-538-6477. That's 919-538-6477. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on the Savvy Realtor.